a little light at the end of the tunnel. My weekly market review, October 23rd, 2022. A Wall Street Journal report on Friday by Nick the Fed Whisperer Kimirios reported that while the early November Fed meeting will still most likely result in another three quarters of a percent increase in interest rates, it could well be the final one that showcases a hike of that magnitude and that committee members are now actively contemplating easing up in December and beyond. Interestingly, on the same day, San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly warned of the risk of over-tightening, the first time we've heard that sentiment in a long while. As a result, the futures market implied the probability of a three-quarter percent hike in December to be at 50%, down from 75% just a day earlier, while the chances of only a half percent rate rise in December increased to 47%, up from 24% in the same 24-hour period, suggesting it's basically a toss-up between the two outcomes. This was one of a number of small incremental pieces of good news for markets that we witnessed last week that saw both the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ rise about 5%. Some 72% of the S&P 500 companies reporting third quarter earnings so far have beaten Wall Street's expectations, although it's important to note that these expectations are historically low. Most bank earnings were solid, notably Goldman Sachs. But as you can see in this week's upcoming calendar in the report, this forthcoming week is the big one when it comes to earnings, and we will be in a much better position to judge how things look by this time next week. I mentioned last week that the smart money had UK Prime Minister Liz, I'm a fighter, not a quitter, Truss, gone by Christmas. But as it turned out, she didn't even make it to Thursday lunchtime, as her domestic approval rating dipped to the annual rate of UK inflation, not very far ahead of that of Vladimir Putin. And she finally threw in the towel after a whole 44 days in charge of the fifth largest economy in the world. The markets initially reacted positively to her departure and the incineration of her crazy economic lab experiment, and global bond yields pulled back and the rampaging dollar stalled a bit. However, as the spectre was raised late Friday over the possible return to chaos, with disgraced ex-Prime Minister Boris Johnson poised to make an improbable comeback, markets began to show understandable, renewed nervousness. We shouldn't expect the S&P 500 to recoup all the losses directly brought about by this British psychodrama because there are scars from the whole episode that will take time to heal. It's important to enjoy the good days and the appearance of some chink of light at the end of what has been a long, dark tunnel. So I'm not trying to minimize the recent rebound as it does seem more legitimate than any we've seen this year. But the outlook for stocks still remains very challenged until such time as we see that inflation is definitely declining. It still remains a broadly uncomplicated market. The global economy has a big inflation problem. Recessions are better than entrenched inflation. Neither are good, but the former is better than the latter. So central banks everywhere will continue to raise interest rates to call inflation to a tolerable target. Not 2%, but probably somewhere between 3 and 4%. These rate hikes will inevitably cause recessions, which of themselves will help fix inflation. Once that is done, 
these same central banks will eventually start to cut interest rates to stimulate the economy and growth will resume, albeit with a higher level inflation than we had back in 2019. It's a process we must endure and there have been speed bumps that still persist in the form of external shocks, oil price volatility, Russia-Ukraine, Chinese COVID lockdowns, economic and political havoc in the UK, and now increasingly the US midterm election circus. We're less than a month away. But inflation is by far the dominant core issue, and things will not meaningfully or sustainably improve until we get definitive proof that inflation is receding. For anyone with a multi-year time horizon, remember that the Federal Reserve is going to break inflation eventually. The best piece of Wall Street advice out there is don't fight the Fed. And then they will, at some point, cut interest rates and re-stimulate the economy. So this absolutely will end, and it will create a 2000 to 2002 type opportunity for longer term investors. Do not get shaken out by fear, hyperbole, or know-nothing simpletons spouting crap on TikTok. Make sure you read this week's article of the week for some actual sensible advice.